part two, the selfish child. I cannot. He run around and around the garden as fast as he could go. He was dressed in gray and his breath was like ice. I cannot understand when the spring is so late in coming," said the selfish child as he sat at the window and looked out of his cold white garden. I hope there will be a change in the weather. But the spring never came, nor the summer. The autumn gave golden fruits to every garden, but to the giant garden she gave none. He was too selfish, she said. So it was always winter there, and the north wind and the hail and the forest and the snow danced about through the trees. Once morning, the giant was laying awake in bed and he heard some lovely music. It sounded so sweet to his ears that he thought it was it must be the king's musician passing by. It was really only the little client singing outside his window. But it was so long since he had heard a bird in his garden and it seems to him to be the most beautiful music in the world. Then the hill stopped dancing over his head and the north wind traced roaring and a delicious perfume came to him through the open casement. I believe the spring has come at least, said the giant and he jumped out of bed and looked out. He saw the a most wonderful sight. Through a little hole in the wall, the children had crept in and they were sitting in the branches of the trees in every tree that he could see. There was a little child and the trees were so glad to have the children back again and that they had covered themselves with blossoms and were waving them arms gently. Above the children's head, the birds were flying about, the twittering with delight, and the flowers were looking up through the green grass and laughing. It was a lovely scene. Only in one corner it was still winter. It was the farthest corner of the garden, and in it was standing a little boy. He was so small that he could not reach up to the branches of the tree. And he was wandering all around, crying bitterly. The poor tree was still covered with frost and snow, and the north wind was blowing and roaring about it. Climb up, little boy, said the tree, and it bent its branches down as low as it could. But the boy was too tiny, and the giant's heart melted as he looked out. How selfish I have been, he said. Now I know why the spring would not come here. I will put the poor little boy on the top of the tree. And then I will knock down the walls. And my garden shall be the children's playground forever and ever. Here he was really very sorry for what he had done. So he crept downstairs and opened the front door quite softly and went out into the garden.
but when the children saw him they were so frightened they that they ran all away and the garden became winter again only the little boy did not run for his eyes were so full of tears that he didn't see the giant coming and the giant stole up behind him and took him gently in his hand and put him into the tree and the tree broke at once into blossom and the birds came to sing on it and the little boy stretched out his two arms and flung them around the giant's neck and kissed him and the other children when they saw the giant was so not wicked anymore came running back and with them came spring it was your garden now little children said the giant and took a great axe and knocked down the wall and then the people were going to market at 12 o'clock they found the giants playing with children in the most beautiful garden they had ever seen all day long they played in and in the evening they came to the giant to bid him goodbye goodbye giant but where is your little companions he said the boy i put into the tree the giant loved him the best because he had kissed him we don't know answered the children he has gone away you must tell him to be sure to come tomorrow said the giant but the children said that they did not know where he lives and had never seen him before and the giant felt very sad every afternoon when school was over the children came to play with the giant but the little boy whom the giant loved was never seen again the giant was very kind to all the children here he longed for the little friend who he loved the most and often speak of him how would i like to see him he said years went by the giant grew very old and feeble he could not play about any more so he sat in the huge armchair and watched the children at their games and admired his garden i have many beautiful flowers he said but the children's were the most beautiful flowers of all one winter morning he looked out of his window as he was dressing he did not hate the winter now for he knew that it was merely the spring asleep and that the flowers were resting suddenly he rubbed his eyes and wondered to look and look he suddenly was marvelous sign in the furthest corner of the garden was a tree quite covered with lovely white blossoms its was branches were golden and silver fruit hung down from them and underneath it stole the little boy he had loved downstairs run the giant in great joy and out into the garden he hastened across the grass and came near to the child and when he came quite close his face face grew red with anger and he said who had dared to want thee for a uh, for on the plums of the child's hand 
you were the prince of two nails and the prince of two nails were on the little feet who had dared to want thee cried the giant tell me that i may take a big sword and slay him na answered the child but these are the wants of love who art thou said the giant and a strange awe fell on him and he kneeled before the little child and the child smiled on the giant and said to him you let me play once in your garden today you shall come with me to my garden which is paradise and the children run in the afternoon they found the giant lying dead under the tree all covered with white blossoms written by oscar wilde